up, everybody? Welcome to Access. So glad to see you guys here. Come on, this is amazing. If you don't know me, my name is Pastor Jared. I lead the Access community, which is the young adults expression of Res Life Church. We're so excited to be here. Access exists for one reason, that's to equip and mobilize young adults in identity, evangelism, community, and the scriptures. We are a group of people who just love Jesus so deeply. We love his presence. We love his word. And we love how he transforms our life. So, so, so amazing. So glad you guys are here. Tonight is going to be super, super fun. I get to communicate tonight. And tonight's going to be a little bit of a different kind of night. But before we get into anything, um, as some of you know, we're in the midst of a year-long initiative, a year-long initiative called His Initiative. And basically, we, felt, we feel as an access community that God is actually leading us into focusing on our identity in Christ over the course of this entire year. And so how do we focus on our identity in Christ? This is kind of crazy, right? It's, there's some different movements that we have, and we'll get into a few of those. But the, his initiative is really based off of one scripture, and that's Psalms 100 verse 3. And it says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his Everyone say that after me. Say, we are his. his. One more time. We are his. We are his his people and the sheep of his pasture. And just our identity really begins in one thing, and that's belonging to God. Like We are his. That's that's where our identity begins. So we're in this year-long initiative, and we believe that as we behold the Father, we find that we are his and we belong to him. And as we find belonging in him, we become like him. So we behold the father, we belong to the father, and we become like the father. We become like God. That's what we're about. So one of the ways that we can secure our identity over our life is by actually declaring God's word over our life. Because when God's word comes out of our mouth, it carries power to shape our identity. So when God's word comes out of my mouth, it carries power to shape who we are. And so as a function of this, this initiative of securing our identity in Christ and securing ourselves, really deeply planting our roots like into who Jesus has made us to be, we, are, we actually are going to engage in a declaration together, all right? And so this declaration, I'm gonna read it kind of line by line and you'll repeat it after me, okay? But basically this declaration that's coming up on the screen in just a minute, it's, it's a declaration of our identity in Christ. It's based off of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, which says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and behold, all things have become new. And over the course of this month, the month of February, I'm gonna give you guys a challenge. Are you guys ready? Ready for the challenge? My challenge is to memorize 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Memorize 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I just firmly believe, I firmly believe with all that I am, I believe that as we memorize God's word, as we continually make these declarations out of our mouth, we are gonna notice that we become more secure in our identity in Christ. We're gonna become people who are healed, who are whole before him. All right, so everyone, would you stand up with me, everybody? Even if you're sitting way in the back, stand up with me. Perfect. All right. 
And I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read just a little line and I want you guys just to repeat that line after me, all right? Okay, so I am a new creation in Christ. Jesus is the Lord of my life. And I am in Christ. The old things in my life have passed away. I am not my past. I am not my mistakes. I am not my failures or successes. I am a new creation in Christ. Amen. 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 Come on. So good. You guys can have a seat. So, so good. So good. So, all right, now we're going to hop into, so this verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, tonight, um, we're going to be kind of zeroing in on that whole chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, all right? So let's pray. Jesus, we love you so much. God, we honor you. We honor your presence in this room right now. You're so good, God. You are so good, Jesus. We rest in you tonight. Lord Jesus, I thank you for a spirit of wisdom and revelation that is over this room so that we can know you better, God. Would you grant to us a deeper level of understanding in your word so that we can know you better. And as we know you better, that you would show us who we are. We yield to you tonight and we yield to you, Holy Spirit. Love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, super excited to be with y'all tonight. Let's go. So last week we had, some of us were here last week for rally, but last week we had a powerful encounter in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Anybody receive like just a powerful touch from Jesus last week? Come on, so good. Did anybody get healed in the room? Like receive like a healing last week in the room? Come on, that's so awesome. So, so cool. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So, so cool. The power of the Holy Spirit was so, so tangible last week. We talked about baptism of the Holy Spirit. But if you remember, we talked about how baptism of the Holy Spirit isn't just about a one night encounter, right? It's not just about feeling all the tingles and hitting the floor and different things like that. It's kind of funny. I was thinking and reflecting on just like, different times where I've encountered the Holy Spirit in a lot of ways. And sometimes like I wake up the next morning after like a really big, like deep encounter with God. And I'm like, was that real? Like, did that actually happen? Like if I got like healed or something that night, or maybe I like got prayed for and I like fell on the floor and different things like that. I wake up and it's almost like that just seemed, it seems kind of like a dream, you know, like all of these different things, right? And if we're not careful, we can actually lose the impact of what happened in that one night just because we forget, right? Just because we forget. And it's so important to write those things down and write like the encounters that you have with Jesus, right? But also understanding that the baptism of the Holy Spirit and life with the Holy Spirit isn't meant to be just these high, crazy experiences that you kind of like zip line across, you know, and kind of jump from one to the other. 
Like life with the Holy Spirit is so much more than that. It's so, he's so much more than just a one night where you fall on the ground. It's so much more than just a tingle that you feel. It's so much more than just a decision you make. It's a day-to-day pursuit that you follow. And it's with the Holy Spirit, right? And maybe some of us, we had powerful encounters with God last week. And now we're like, this week was like kind of crazy. And we're like, man, I feel like I need another, like another hit. I, need, I feel like I need another one. Like, let's, let's go, let's pray again. And I'm going to say, no, you don't. You actually don't need another hit from the spirit. Like you don't need another powerful encounter with Jesus. Like what you need is actually to learn to follow Jesus in your day-to-day mundane, everyday life. And the, what happens sometimes when we get into powerful experience with, with God, you know what it's like? It's like a spark to a fire. That's what it is. It's like a spark. Like we, last week we're all here and we're like, praise Jesus. Or maybe you've been in different services and the spirit is moving and just all these different things. Maybe you're in a worship night and you're like, wow, there's so many people worshiping Jesus now. This is so crazy. Like, what are those things? Those are all sparks. But let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a fire sustained by a spark? Nobody. But sometimes we live our Christian life that way. We go from worship night to worship night. We go from powerful experience to powerful experience. We pay for this conference and that conference. And then we look for this awesome reel on Instagram and then go to that awesome reel on Instagram And what are we really looking for? We're looking for all of these sparks all over. But Jesus, he doesn't want our life to just be about sparks. He wants our life to burn for a long, long time, right? He wants the life to burn. And what does that mean? It means what, what, what are those things? You, it doesn't, fire's not sustained just by gasoline and a flame. Like that burns just like that. What do you need? You need to chop some wood. (laughs) You need to throw that wood in the fire. You need to wait for it to kindle and then go. And it's like a process, right? And it's not as flashy, but guess what? It burns a lot longer and it provides a lot more heat for a lot longer, right? And so tonight, what do, why am I saying all these things? It's not to negate anything that happened last week. It's not to negate any experience that you've had maybe outside of access or anything like that. That's not to negate. I love those experiences. And guess what? Access, like we're gonna keep pursuing those types of experiences because sparks are, do have their value and they do have their place. But what we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna throw some logs in our fire. We're gonna throw some wood in the fire tonight. Does that sound good? And what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna, I'm gonna show you, we're gonna show, we're gonna engage together in a rhythm of following Jesus, a spiritual discipline that, that will keep you burning for the entirety of your life, not just when the music's right and not just when you feel the tangible presence of Jesus, but you will burn your entire life if you get this spiritual discipline down. You know, the, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit is here for signs and wonders and miracles, but one of the things that the Holy Spirit actually came one of the reasons why Jesus actually sent the Holy Spirit that's not actually talked about a ton is the Holy Spirit is actually present on the earth in your life right now to help you read and understand the Bible. That's like one of the purposes of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's one of the purposes why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit so that we could read and understand God's word in a way that would impact our life. And tonight, that's where we're gonna focus that's what we're going to focus on. John's, 
John 14, verse 25 through 26, Jesus says, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I taught you. That is amazing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My memory is actually pretty good, but it's not that good. Like I can't, there's no way I can remember everything that the Holy Spirit, Jesus ever said in this book, right? Listen to that again. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. That's one of the purposes of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the reasons why he lives within us. It's to help us read and understand the Bible. John 16, verse 12 through 14. Again, Jesus talking with his disciples right before he's about to be crucified. This is the, one of the last things that Jesus ever communicates to his disciples. And you, you can kind of see that in the beginning of the verse. Like he's, he says, I still have many things to say to you. It's almost like he's racking his brain. He's like, man, where do I go here? Like, this is the last night I have with these guys that I've walked three years on the earth with. What do I want to leave them with? Like, oh, I still have so many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, Jesus, Jesus is speaking. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Some of us in this room, you're saying like, man, oh, how have you read the, have you read the Bible? How are you doing? And you're like, man, you know what? Like, I just don't understand the Bible. Like, it doesn't really click for me. Like, ah, I've tried and all this different stuff. I just, mm, I don't know, like the language, all this different things. Like, it doesn't really click. I'm going to say, like, that's a, that's a lie. Like, that is not from Jesus, right? And not, while there might be certain translations that make it maybe a little bit easier to understand and different things like that, like, draw and ask for supernatural ability to understand the Bible. Because this is literally why the Holy Spirit is present, one of the reasons why he's present within the believer, it's to help us read and understand the Bible. And so tonight, we're gonna have an encounter with Jesus. Are you ready? We're gonna have an encounter with Jesus. This encounter is not gonna come through the laying on the hands or through the right worship music, but this encounter is gonna come through the living and breathing and active word of God. Are you ready? Come on. So, um, I'm going to put, where well, there's going to be a 20-minute timer that goes on the screen here. 20 minutes, okay? It's a long time, 20 minutes. Um, and I want everybody, if you have a Bible, you can grab your physical Bible. If you don't have your Bible, maybe, and you have a phone, I would encourage you to download the Bible app. Um, but also, we have some extra copies of the New Testament and extra copies of some Bibles that um, some of our leaders are going to be handing out here in just a minute. And so, but I want you to flip to 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5. So 2 Corinthians is in the New Testament. It's just after 1 Corinthians. Get that? That's crazy. Just before Galatians. I hope I said that right. Yeah, it's after. Okay, nice. That's good. And so for throughout, for the next 20 minutes, 
we are simply going to meet with Jesus individually through his word. And so we're gonna throw up a 20 minute timer. There's gonna be just like some soft wordless ambient music that's playing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys freedom. You can stay in your chairs if you want. You can go find a different spot around the room, but I'm gonna give some space here for the Lord to actually lead you into an encounter through this, this chapter and through, this, um, through the Bible. And so as you're kind of reading, um, there's some specific questions I think that would be helpful to kind of keep in your mind. Maybe some of us, we read the Bible every single day and we're like, man, 2 Corinthians 5. When I said that, you were like, boom, that's like my favorite chapter. You know, like I got that one, like memorized. You know, there's some people like, right? But some of us maybe have never read the word of God for this long in our entire life. You're like 20 minutes. Like the one chapter, man, I'm gonna finish that in three minutes. What am I gonna do with the 17 other minutes, right? And we're providing all of this time because there, it's gonna be like a combination of like certain spiritual disciplines. But this is a lot of the times how I read the Bible and how it's like been so impactful for me is by having like unforced time with Jesus where I read his word and then I ask him questions in it. And what are we doing? We're really, we're engaging in the spiritual discipline of reading our Bible. And maybe we're praying, we're asking God questions. That's prayer, combining the spiritual discipline. And maybe we sit a moment, right? After you've done that for maybe 10 minutes, you're like, oh my gosh, I still got 10 minutes on the timer. What am I supposed to do now? Maybe you just sit in silence and all you hear is the page turn from other people, right? Like, listen, we live in such a go, 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 go culture. Like some of y'all woke up at 7 a.m. and you haven't been home and now you're here right now. You know, like just one thing to another, to another, to another, to another. And I think it would do our souls well as a community just to take some unforced time where we can and just be. Nobody else's voice, just you, your Bible, and the Holy Spirit. I'm so confident that God is going to communicate his love to all of us through this time. So with that being said, 2 Corinthians 5 is our uh, chapter. The questions that I want to to kind of frame this is one, what does this chapter of the Bible tell me about God? The, the entire Bible, is a, it's a unified story from beginning to end, but the main character in the whole story is God. It's Jesus. And when you read this pa- passage of scripture, I think it would do us well to, to have this question in mind, who is God? What does this chapter of the Bible tell me about God and who is God? And then number two, what does this chapter of the Bible tell me about my identity? Who am I? Who am I? Who has Jesus made me to be? And you're gonna find some, some specific things in this, in this chapter. If you find answers to these questions, I'd encourage you maybe bring out your phone, type them down. Type down some things that stick out to you, right? Write them down. If you have a, a notebook or a journal, write those down. But God's gonna lead us into some powerful, powerful encounters. Are you guys ready? Feeling good? All right, so that 20 minute timer is gonna go up. I'm going to pray. And then after I'm done praying, you guys can stand up, go find your own spot. And we'll just rest in this chapter for the next 20 minutes. Cool. So Jesus, we love you, God. We thank you that we were formed and fashioned to hear your voice. Lord, I thank you that our ears are open to hear you. Lord, I thank you for a spirit of wisdom and revelation in your word so that we can know who you are and then in turn find out who we are. We love you, Jesus. Jesus name we pray. Thank you, Father.
Amen. Real quick before we go, I just felt this in my heart as I was praying is there's no pressure to do really anything in this time. Sometimes like, I don't know, we feel like we got to come back with something just so amazing, earth shattering, some like revelation, like let's just go in and just be sons and daughters. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just going to sit on our father's lap, like in that, in that picture, we're going just to hang out with our close friend and just to spend time with him, right? Just unforced. There's no pressure. You don't have to perform. You don't have to necessarily like quote unquote, get it right. Like just come open to this passage of scripture and say, Holy Spirit, just show me who God is. Show me who I am. Amen. All right, break. Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much, Lord God, for this time and your word. (laughs) Oh, Lord, we thank you, God, for refreshing us, Lord, in this time in your presence, Jesus. We love you so much, Jesus' name. Amen. I want to ask that everyone would uh, just make your way back to your seats at this time. I just got to say, it was so cool watching and just walking around and seeing everybody with their Bibles open. Like, wow. I don't know if I've seen like that in my life, just that picture of hundreds of people all just cracked open, like with their Bible. The Bible cracked open and just meeting with Jesus. So, so cool. So, so awesome. How many of you guys like felt like 20 minutes? Oh man, that was, a, that was a long time. Like that was a long time, kind of felt, felt pretty long. Anybody raise your hand with me? <laughs> Anybody was like, whoa, that, that time went by like super fast. Like what the world? Yeah, okay, that's so cool. I know, you're like, what? 20 minutes is gone already? That's crazy. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, so good. I know Jesus was speaking some specific things to all of us during that time. I mean, like that, ver- that there's a lot of questions that were raised in my head. I wrote some down. I'm like, I'm gonna ask some people these. I have no idea what this means or different things like that too. It's like, it's good. It's good. We read God's word, become more like him, not necessarily find all the answers. Sometimes we find more questions than we do answers, but it's all good. It's so, so good. And we just like, we believe, I believe so much. And we believe here at Access that the word of God, an encounter with Jesus through the word of God has the power to transform our entire life. And as we read God's word, we find who God is and then we find who we are as well. And that is really what is gonna change our life. That's what's gonna keep us burning for the long haul. Amen? Amen. Cool. I just have a few quick announcements for us together, and then um, we are going to break into community groups. So a few announcements. One, uh, if you have been serving with Access for a while, you've been coming here and you've been asking yourself, maybe what is my next step? I want to encourage you to serve with us here at Access. God has given you guys, each each and every one of you, a specific set skill set, specific gifts, talents, and abilities that he wants to redeem and actually use to benefit this community and benefit the people around you. And so we need worship leaders. We need like, we need people who play instruments. We need people on like our guest team, making this place feel more like a family and feel more like a home. And so if you, any one of those things, there's a bunch of different ways that you can get involved. But if you want to take that next step and serve with us, come find me or come find Lizzie, Pastor Nick, or Mackenzie after service, and we would love to have a, a further conversation. And the next thing is uh, 
access as a young adults community of Res Life Church, and we attend Sunday morning services together. So if you have not come on a Sunday morning, I want to personally invite you, come check us out on a Sunday. We sit in the front left section at the 9 a.m. and the 11 a.m. It's just a great time to encounter the Lord together. We love Sunday mornings. And then the last thing is uh, tonight, we are actually kicking off our red initiative again. And so we're going to begin again going through the Psalms. So if you're not familiar with the red initiative, um, this is our initiative to read through different sections of the Bible as a community. And so we developed a reading plan through the Psalms and through the Proverbs over the course of this entire year. So you can pick one of those back up at the back table if you want to follow along with us in the reading plan. But we'll start with Psalms 1 and 2 actually today, and then we'll uh, read two Psalms every day for, from now for the next 70, 75 days as we read through the entire book of Psalms together as a community. And so our, the idea is that we would wake up, read a Psalm in the morning, and then before we go to bed, we'd read a Psalm in the evening. And it's just a great way to start off your day and your day as well. But we also, we believe that as we read God's word, that we encounter him and we find out who he is. And especially in the Psalms, you're going to find so much about the character of God, the nature of God. You're going to discover who he is. And as you find who God is, as you behold him in his word, you're going to find that you belong to him. And as you belong to him, you're going to find that you're going to become like him. And so that's really our heartbeat and our nature. And so, um, Now we're going to break off into community groups. Community groups are just smaller groups to further the impact of the message. A lot of our community group time is going to center around our Bible reading. So if you're coming, it's going to be a lot of debrief around the Word of God and different things like that. Super, super excited. If you don't have a community group or maybe don't know where to go, come find me right after this. I would love to get you plugged in or you can go into a group that you feel or a group with somebody that you came with. So, all right. All right, here we go. Break into community groups. Let's go.